Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is For the Love of Football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. The Spring League has kicked off, and many of our 2020 heroes are playing ball as we speak. Got it on right now, Bryant. And, you know, it isn't the XFL, but this is nice. And this is episode 169, a super nice spring has arrived, Brian, because we got football on right now. We might do some live coverage this week. This is Fourth one quarter action. nice podcast. Alan, I'm this digging, is going to be I'm nice. Into the, this is going to be a nice podcast with some nice spring football and some nice... Is it still spring? Spring, right? Spring in the air. I, th- I believe it's still technically spring. The spring league's playing. We got a third and five real quick from inside the 20. Oh, he's got to be the sickest man in it's already at the fourth and five on my screen here, but that's fine. The Spring League. Yeah, you're ahead of me. <laughs> Linemen and Conquerors as we record the show. This is this is nice. There's football being played while we record. That's not NFL or college. It's spring. It's May, and there's football on. That gives me a good feeling inside. It gives me hope. And as you all may, you may see, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we are paying homage to the two coaches that are coaching right now in the Spring League. While we record the show, I got my beach towel as an ode to Hal Mummy, Bryant, rocking the shades, Jerry Glanville style, coach of the Conquerors. Play fast, do it again. Uh, Can you see are, anything you, in those? Uh, these are polarized, so if I tilt my head this way, everything goes black. But this way, I'm fine. Oh, no. Okay. Maybe that's what Keep it is. He's straight. wearing polarized aviators. So as long as he doesn't turn his head, he's actually probably seeing better than the rest of us. You got to get our hands <laughs> on those aviators. They're pretty sweet. Commodities of the XFL 2020. (laughs) Jerry Glanville's aviators. I mean, there's so many marketing opportunities for both these coaches. So we're paying homage to them today. Going to rock the beach town unless I start sweating too much. I don't know how mummy, how, how mummy does it. Uh, Puts it around his waist. He's he's got it around right now. Yeah. When it's too hot, he's got it around his waist. I think if he's got it around his waist, it means he's losing, which he is right now. We'll talk some, the spring league. Uh, later on in the show, but let's get into it. Seven two four five six five four XFL. Another episode, another week of you hitting us up on the text line. Mostly, we'll get into some social and fan reaction there. You can also call, leave a voicemail on the XFL fan line anytime, and we'll play it on the show. If you say you want to air it on the show, we just might. At XFL Show on social media, if you want to interact with us that way we got poll questions up of course reacting to any news that comes out this week a bit of a slow week in terms of the xfl itself but of course this is not the cfl show and there's some cfl stuff we'll get into that people were talking about and reacting to last week's show brian with the alignment draft we put together at xfl show get into that right now as we dink and dunk but real quick brought to you by pretty easy podcast you could check out 
prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own podcast started today. We appreciate them. We appreciate you checking them out. We appreciate you starting a podcast because Brian and I both like listening to podcasts. And if you want to start one, that's the place to go do it. That's where you do it now. Quit waiting. Yeah, because if you got something to talk about, some real talk, uh, they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Now we could talk about some stuff that went on this week, Brian. I'm actually going to skip here on our rundown to the bottom part where we oh, we did have hold on. where we did the alignment. I'm, I'm, draft. I'm lost here now. Hold on, I'm uh, so lost. I'm throwing Brian <laughs> off, but the alignment draft. Now that it's back on my mind, screwed up here. The reactions to the alignment draft were varied. Uh, not as many people thought it was uh, that bad. I think that I at the end of the show where I said I felt awful that I basically gave up the naming rights to the league. So a lot of people said it doesn't really matter what the league's called. That wasn't top of their top of their mind, Bryant. JB on YouTube even commented, I'm up for whatever in regards to the name unless it doesn't sound good. <laughs> well, let's talk about the poll real quick. We'll get into this whole naming thing. Right. So what happened last week? Uh we did an alignment draft. It was a lot of fun. I kicked Alan's ass, excuse my language, uh very much so. I molly whopped him. You know, I wouldn't put say maple syrup and put some ma- maple no. syrup on those French covered gravy covered French fries and had them for dinner is what I did. It's called poutine. Thank you. Appreciate the delicious what it was called. Uh, but we put it back out there. Alan, you drafted keep all nine XFL uh, CFL teams. Excuse me. First, uh, I said play four down football. You said play for the Great Cup, which I had no problems with. And then call the league the XFL. As you can tell, uh, my two picks got the highest votes in our poll here on Twitter. Uh, but most people want to play four down football. So uh, that's then, your, that's your measurement for you kicked my ass. No, I mean, last week you literally said I kicked your ass. So I guess, yeah, you, you beat me. I, I looking back on it. It wasn't as much of a molly whopping as it felt like. I just felt awful for the people of Canada, but they actually weren't that. I don't think that bummed about at least on social media. That's just one, you know, that's a little drop of the actual population following all this stuff. But uh, I like it. I'm up for whatever in regards to the name, unless it doesn't sound good. So just don't call it the Rocks Football League. And I think J- JB will be cool with it. Yeah, the Rocks Football League. Yeah. Uh, don't start anything. Don't don't call it anything where it starts with a T. And then you put that T in the acronym because then it gets very difficult to say things like the TSL because then you're just saying the the Spring League. So... So don't use the yeah. as in the acronym. Don't yeah. use like the the XFL CFL TXFL CFL. <laughs> that would be awful. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's, that's hard to screw up. But okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not as hung up on that. But the alignment draft was fun, anyways. Even though I lost it, I think most people would agree. And mm-hmm. uh, you could check it out if you missed it. It was. It was a fun little gimmick we put together for last week's episode. Check it out. Bryant, uh, definitely the four downs. I would agree with everybody who voted on that too. And you, that's a very important uh, piece of the puzzle that most people agree will be like the first thing that will be decided upon. Well, we'll get into what we're talking about later. And I think you'll see where I'm coming from in that aspect when it comes to four or three down football, which is still a, a very, very um, big point of contention, I will say. Okay, let's get back on track on the rundown here. I see you're sweating. Yeah, you should you. be rocking a beach towel if you're going to sweat this much. 
It's a great look. I could wipe my mouth. Water. Some water. My brow. It's fantastic. Uh, Dinkin' and Dunkin' around XFL social media. Uh, real quick, friend of the show and former long snapper for the Guardians, Scott Daly got picked up by the Detroit Lions. Congratulations, Scott. And we love Scott Daly. Look, he I, I love came Scott Daly. us and told us how much he loved him the show. Friend, do we call him friend of the show or do we friend call him show. fan of the show? He's a friend of the show. He's friend, he fan of the show. Friendly with us at uh, at training camp, right? In Houston. Training camp. I never forget. Houston. I never forget a friendly we person. We had noticed a few times while we were out there. You got that. You got that whiff of a uh, highlight uh, of my life, like I did in L.A. when I would go out to like. Still uh, the highlight of my life. One day, <laughs> one day, I hope to get a taste of it again. Uh, the the <laughs> rocks. We birth- want our jobs back. <laughs> The Rock's birthday happened uh, this past week as well, and this is your life. Finality, yeah, and now we're going to do oh, this is your life oh, for no. the Rock. <laughs> Yertle oh. the Clown is coming out, and also Young Rock had its season finale, and Young Rock was picked up for a second season. So a big week for the Great One, who also was rocking. I don't know if you caught this, Bryant, an XFL weight belt in an in an Under Armour commercial. A lot of people are talking about commercial. Oh, I didn't see that. What the hell's that not anywhere on here? I didn't even notice that. I've been kind of preoccupied with life right now. Is that run? Is that rundown worthy? Uh, XFL Under Armour and and XFL Weightfoot. But it's like not featured. It's just like you so happened. You 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 sob. You mentioned a beaver chewing a wireless internet cable last week, but you won't mention the XFL on a. Under Armour commercial and how we can speculate. Because that, this show is about speculation. Well, I was just worried that was affecting like some of our Canadian viewers and listeners who might have missed a lot of news during the week because that pesky beaver knocked out their internet. So that's why that was relevant. This is good, though. It's good that, that The Rock is, I don't know, sneaking that in there in a, in a big-time uh, commercial and, and still keeping the logo relevant. It's, I mean, he's... I don't, know, I don't know if it's just we're spoiled. I think you're spoiled, Alan, because if that bit of inf- if like if somebody at, uh, of like Oliver Luck was spotted in an Under Armour commercial wearing an XFL hat in 2018, we would have spent three ooh, episodes ooh, with that thing. Ooh, look at that! Look at it! Look at it! <laughs> <laughs> now you're just like, eh, whatever. Move on to bigger and better things. I, I'm tr- I'm trying I'm trying to g- get out of that. Oh, we got a big play. Sorry, the spring league's got me. This is great. We're going to be distracted while we do the show now. Big touchdown in the spring league. Uh, Jordan Salima, not an XFLer from what I recall. But I'm trying to get away, from, Brian, from the these those little tiny things that like get us all giddy so we don't we don't seem as spastic maybe when we put the show together. Yeah, let's let's stop, stop doing what ended up getting us hired by the league. Smart, smart decision. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the rest of the show, we're going to talk about the Under Armour belt. Can you buy it yet? No. Is it in the commercial? Yes. Do you wear weight belts? Probably not. But they're cool to they're cool to have. Actually, as a UCLA fan myself, I hope Under Armour is not part of this league. But we'll we'll save that conversation for when that actually happens. So, The Rock repping the XFL, right big week for him. Happy birthday to the owner of the XFL, the great one. And now we can go into some actual news that we could sink our teeth into from this week. In this week's 
cover two. Go ahead, get out of here. Okay, so the CFL had their draft this week. The CFL also had some good news this week for the most anticipated CFL season in XFL history. And these reports were by friend of the show, Dave Naylor of TSN, who reported a few things. First up, Bryant, all six Canadian provinces have, those are like states, by the way, have approved the CFL's plan for health and safety. There's only six of them, though? Yes, and those that are, well, at least where there's, I don't know, at least where they're playing (laughs) football. And... What that means is the approval, they've approved the CFL's presented plan for putting games on and having practices in terms of safety protocols for everybody involved on the field and in the organizations. Municipalities where these games will be played will also have to approve those, approve those plans. Then they're going to have to get approval for plans for people crossing the borders and coming in and quarantining times and all that. That'll have to be approved. And then finally, according to Dave Naylor, the fans in the stands caveat, which is the biggest one for the CFL, like we've said, that's how they'll make money. Uh, That won't be approved by the governments uh, until the CFL formally asks them, and they've, they've been told by the governments, according to Dave Naylor, Ask us as late as possible because we don't know right now. And as late as possible for the CFL, uh, if they want to kick off in early August, which is their new target start date, uh, would be in the middle of June. So if you're going to hear the CFL is actually for sure on in August, it's going to be middle of June because that's when they would get approval for all their protocols that they're going to need to put on what will be a pandemic season. Because we're not out of it yet, even in the United States where things are loosening up a little bit, in Canada where things are really locked down in some parts, it's going to be a lot like, maybe not a bubble season for an NHL or NBA style, but it's going to be a pandemic season. It'll be different. Um, S is different around here. Uh, You know, in the United States, we have people loosen. Things are getting loosened up here a little bit when it comes to those restrictions. You have people even not waiting the two weeks before they throw like big barbecues for a boxing match over the weekend and stuff like that. Some some people people say thirteen days is enough. This is not um, over by any stretch of the imagination. It also kind of makes you wonder what happens if, in the middle of the season, things pick up again. Is the CFL going to like, would it look worse if the CFL had to stop its season again in the middle of the season because they can't play or because they can't have fans? It doesn't make any sense. Like there's so many question marks still to come. I'm not trying to, I guess I'm just playing devil's advocate in a sense, but it's exciting times for the CFL. Got to at least try to put the the season on. Yeah. Yeah, You got to at least try to put the the season on, but um, all this is all contingent on if the players want to play. And if it's financially feasible for them to play as well. So there's, there's a lot to still happen. This is good though, that they're moving towards it. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm still on the fence of whether or not this is going to happen. I know everyone's very um, happy and intrigued and, and, and wants this to happen, but I'm still kind of like, are they actually going to kick off? It just doesn't feel like they are like, maybe being that's a pessimistic side of me that says they're probably well, you have still one- not going to play. To kick off in August, I mean, talk about it. You got one month now, basically, and maybe a month plus a week to get what we just laid out there. All of those protocols approved. All those steps uh, you have to you have to take. Uh, 
then then you're able to meet your goal. But those are some hurdles. And also, that last hurdle, fans in the stands, and exactly how you're going to put that together, you have to decide how you present that to the government. And then once you do that, you have to get it approved by them, the toughest part. And also all the unknowns with the factors of variants and outbreaks in Canada still. That's a, It's going to be a very... It's been a rough, rough over a year now for CFL fans. It's going to be an intense month of waiting, sitting on pins and needles, especially if you're a super fan of that league. And if you are an XFL fan like us and you're anticipating this league and, and this season, the CFL like we are, this next month is going to be pretty intense waiting for news like this to, to come forward each and every single week. And then when you hit that mid-June, that's the moment of truth. So just sit back and wait and hope for the best. If you're in Canada and you really love the CFL, get your damn vaccine and follow your protocols, eh? We want the CFL down here in the States as XFL fans. I love I love watching the Spring League here. It's great. Got Hal Mummy and Jerry oh, Glanville. Big interception. Conquerors coming at you. But the CFL talking about talking with the XFL more relevant to this show and also I have a lot to teach Bryant this year about Canadian rules this is going to be a big year for him I don't know man so we it's, need it's this sounding to happen. You know, the more and more we talk about it, it sounds like learning more about the CFL is going to be like geometry in high school right like I learned it for <laughs> that one it. year and never needed it again <laughs> like is that really something worth my time I don't know I mean it's kind of where we're That's, at I'd say angles and geometry. Maybe you might use a little bit, like yeah. Maybe not, all those times cal- that I played pools, need to calculate yeah, that little exactly. angle. That's about it. That's yeah. all those Calculus, woods, all, that, all those pieces of wood that I saw down, making sure I have the right angles. Yeah, definitely. It's not like there's a setting on my saw that says, "Hey, thirty degree angle, you're good to go." Well, then what are you cheating at playing pool? I mean, I'm. Pr- I mean, sure. I haven't played oh, pool you're... in six years. What are you talking about? I'm, and I know you haven't played pool in, in a year, at least, yeah. but I play, play pool every now and then. We'll play pool. Maybe what if I, if I see you in July, we'll play some pool. Yeah, we'll go down to Schooners down here in an awesome town. That'd be great. Sounds, that, oh, that Schooners sounds good. Is a, isn't Schooners like a Canadian thing? The Schooners are supposed to be the new Canadian franchise in, uh, I believe it's, I think it's all the way on the East Coast was that. It was. It's like the Atlantic Scooter Schooners is the name, and that's like their prospective tenth uh, team, which has been in. I think they've been in talks to add that team forever, but it's never happened. And it could maybe be something that happens if the XFL CFL deal happens. Oh, maybe add a, add a tenth team. How would you feel about that? I guess we'll a tenth Canadian team and then bring in ten XFL teams. Twenty is a good number. I dig it. Would you dig 18 teams or 20 teams more? Uh, um, 20. The nine kind of screws me up a little bit um, on each side. So I'd, I'd like even numbers all around. So if it's eight and eight, 10 and 10 would be my preference. If it's nine and nine, then that's where I would go with six, six and six. Blended. So I was right. The Atlantic Schooners actually even have a page on the CFL's official website. No way. Yeah, because they have an owner. 
they have an owner they have uh, i mean a lot have put in place but i don't think it's just official for the atlantic schooners but um yeah that's interesting We'll see what happens with them. Right now, they just need to actually get the other teams to play. The CFL also, side note, had their draft this week, which aired in T- in Canada on TSN. A lot of talk I saw on social media just reading up on that this week about how TSN, I mean, obviously the NFL had their draft too, and that's what they have to cover because that is more popular, But and that's yeah. ratings. But they people said the TSN coverage of the CFL draft and the interest in the CFL draft just what it was down. I think a rating was down. And some people were like, well, they cover the NFL so much more. Well, duh, of course they do. Because they play but, four downs. Yeah. <laughs> but still. And and also just it's not a it's the pomp and circumstance of the NFL draft is an event. This CFL draft was Randy Ambrosi's at a podium. So, I mean, I kept track of the ticker, didn't watch it live. I thought about doing that, but then I said, uh, it's a lot of stuff I got I to catch up on. You got NFL draft I'm watching. I'm reading up about the, t- the spring league. You know, you got probably 12 to 18 hours of live pro wrestling every week. Busy man, Bryant. I'm a busy man this week. But I saw the CFL draft. And this is how you know it's – I mean, I don't want to shame this, the CFL, but this is how you know the draft is, like, not that big big of a deal. So I'm watching clips of the coverage, and the first pick of the draft is Jake Burt, a tight end from Boston, from Boston College. Boston College. Mm-hmm. Tight end. By the Hamilton Ti- Tiger Cats. He was born and in the- Canada – Moved to the U.S. Yeah, when he was like three That's, or something like that. Congrats, congratulations to him. That's awesome. He played in the NFL practice squads last season. I did my research. But, Come on. So the T, the TSN coverage though of this pick, the first pick of the whole draft. Randy Ambrosi announces the pick. Rough Riders, you're on the clock. Go back to the desk where all the TSN people are covering it, the analysts and whatnot. And the first thing the, the the head the guy who's quarterback in the whole panel says is, "Well, this guy's not a guy we talked about." So, <laughs> big surprise here for all of you. <laughs> and everyone, you know, gives their thought. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's, it's as surprise. if like the Raiders tight, selected that pick number one or something. <laughs> and it's a tight end, and it's a tight end in the CFL, which is different. But like the fact that. The first pick of the whole draft was a guy that nobody anticipated, nobody was talking about beforehand, was the last guy who signed on to be a part of the draft, apparently. Like, that just shows you it's not on the level in terms of the coverage and how intense it is. It's just a different kind. It's a, it's an important thing. It's not. It's important to the league, I'm sure, but it's it, it's it's not the NFL draft. Or even the NBA draft. Well, and I think or it's, the it's interesting draft. that they do it so soon after the NFL draft. Maybe it's the timing of their season and how it starts normally. I think they could have pushed it a week or two to give yourself some distance. Maybe you have the NHL going at that time too. But so many factors into all this. The the thing is, regard and I and I try to explain this to Vincent. I don't think he gets it when he talks about you don't want to go up against March Madness. You don't want to go up against the Masters. Blah blah blah. It's not that you're going up against these things. It's that your thing is still something people want to watch 
yeah, March Madness, you're not going to beat March Madness. You're not going to beat the NFL draft. You're not going to beat the NHL playoffs. But your product has to be something that people care about enough to where those there are going to be people who watch. Case in point, the XFL draft compared to this draft, from what I saw of the CFL draft, like I said, I didn't watch it live, but I saw like clips and, and how it was presented a little bit. I mean, even the XFL draft, it was the, – the one, you know all the players are going to play in that league for the most part. This yeah. The CFL draft, there's lots of question marks. I think Chubba Hubbard was picked in this, but he's on the Panthers in the NFL. Well, there were some players, too, that on the XFL that didn't play, in fairness. That's – of course. Um, but that – I think you talk about an XFL-CFL alignment and draft drafting with those two leagues together – uh, in the future could be an actually interesting draft. And then you couple that with the XFL, uh, the new ownership and their know-how for production and and making an event out of things. That could ba- maybe actually be something people are interested to see in the future, a CFL draft or a CFL-XFL draft. So just something I noticed, something that might be a part of the discussions in the future when they do align uh how to make the draft more of an event, more more fun for fans. Either you more make it an players. event or you, or you bring the level of coverage down. Yeah. Like that's what you do. One of the t- you either yeah. make it something spectacle or you just kind of, you know, kind of fly low. Have it, a, trickle out. have it in a have corporate in a office with a, a couple of podcasters running, running ship in a conference room or yeah. in a cigar-smoked hotel lobby. Somewhere in New York City. That's another great way to <laughs> Radio do Radio City Music Hall Lobby. That's cool, too. But the CFL, it's going to be a fun week, or fun month, excuse me, of uh, just waiting and hoping for the best. And we do have to have that really conversation do. as, and then we won't have it here because I do want to get into the TSL we're about to hit the two-minute warning. Um, oh, my God. Never mind. Uh, is as an XFL fan – what are you interested in in a CFL season? I already mentioned the rules. Like, are you really interested in the rules that might not be around in a year? Who knows? We'll get into that at some other point. Yeah, definitely. Something we'll, we'll, especially if they announce the season, that'll give us so much to sink into. As XFL fans, what are you actually looking forward to? What do you need? What are you most interested in that's new that you've heard about? Like, we'll get into all that and do some crash courses in the CFL. That's, if they play, and hopefully they do. A second part of the cover two here, Brian, I just want to show some love to the Spring League. It's Thursday night as of this live on-tape recording. The Spring League's played one game. We're on the end of the second game right now on FS1, and I have thoroughly enjoyed the coverage tonight. Watch both games. You had a five-minute, around five-minute, like, awesome package about Luis Perez's career as a badass youth bowler and and then going from practice squads to, to training camps and whatnot in the NFL and how he learned to play the game on YouTube his whole story that we as XFL fans know but really a good presentation by FS1 before uh he even plays this weekend he's he plays this weekend Saturday for Kevin right for Kevin Gilbride's team so um that was cool to see and then we saw just a handful of former XFL players on the field just today. Uh, Cole Boozer, who I know is a favorite of uh, a lot of XFL fans, especially D.C. Defenders fans. 
uh, the lineman, he's in this league. Reese Horn's in this league. Uh, didn't play in the XFL, but was at the summer showcase. Vinny Papali, I know, Jr., I know, noticed was in this league as well. But And, of course, you have Hal Mummy, Jerry Glanville, Roman the sidelines for the I'm Conquerors right and the linemen. And awesome to see. And it's very much presented like it feels like XFL light. They're using a little bit of the audio format, the interview stuff. It's not as they're not trying to uh, glam it up really as much like everything in this has been presented bare bones they had the players and coaches for like the video packages explaining what this league was and they didn't really explain any different rules because i think most of the rules in this league are actually like nfl rules so um a lot of it's dialed back but they do have some of those elements that the xfl had in terms of access different some different cameras and it's also in the spring, and I'm just really enjoying watching this. This day. is the third year in a row that we've had football kind of going in this time of year, right? We had the AAF, we've had the XFL last year, now we have the Spring League this year. Um, it's kind of refreshing only, to see this. Only bummer is I can't gamble on the on these yeah, games. They're, they were no. I live in a state where I'm allowed to be putting money on some sports, but the Spring League, unfortunately, I didn't see on FanDuel anywhere. Or or yeah, DraftKings. I don't know about yeah, I didn't you. See, I didn't see anywhere on the internet. Period. Uh, but yeah, it's it's nice. It's great to see some of the players. You know, Luis Perez. Uh, I'm excited to see him on on Saturday. Uh, the Spring League. I, I think for what it is, it's definitely it's fine. It's not what the, it makes me miss the XFL and what they were doing. Um, I do think the Spring League is more centric on individual players rather than teams. This is about the players getting to Reps. develop and and they really do talk about like these guys all want to go to the nfl that's the whole deal with this league we're trying to get them to the nfl uh, obviously not something the xfl preached or highlighted although that was something that was you know a, a given obviously you do well in the xfl you probably get a look at in the nfl but this is really geared towards and marketed it as a developmental league they're doing that and it's it's been not terrible football. These first first quarters have been a little slow, but this this game right here, lineman conquers Hal Mummy and Jerry Glanville going back and forth, and great punting in this game too. By the way, yes, Might surprise these, punting. These, these punters get some look ats in the fall, but I mean, I'm just happy that the, they're playing these these games uh, on television, and it's I mean. It's spring football. It needs to happen, I think, on a larger scale than this, obviously. But this is something maybe to tie us over until, well, might have to be for the next two years, Brian, if you're if you're okay with that. Uh, well, I mean, it's what I do best, my friend. Um, it, it's a good filler. It hopefully keeps these players conditioned, wanting to continue to play football until the XFL comes a call in here whenever they do. So check it out. Fox has all these games airing on FS1 and Fox, and I think some on FS2. I'm not for certain, but they're all televised. And Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, we got actual football going on. And uh, we'll be covering it, keeping an eye on some of our XFL favorites, and maybe talk about a little little bit about it on this show with regards to players we're impressed with as we move on and – Damn, this is this is this is good stuff. 
congrats to everybody involved in this league for getting on television this way too. I did not expect that at all for for 2021, the spring league. When or if you told me a little over a year ago or two years ago, the XFL's using the spring league as a laboratory Testing, essentially. Yeah, Labrat, yeah. That the spring league itself would end up being on TV in 2021 and not the XFL, I would have said what sort of futuristic dystopia am I living in? And then you said, well, there's actually a pandemic that killed the XFL, and now that's why. I said, oh, damn. That's what happened. But it's football. It's on. We're watching it. It looks like Jerry Glanville is going to pull this one out over Hal Mummy. And as we finish up the cover two, Brian, I'm going to quote our good friend Vince and co- sometimes co-host. I cannot believe Hal Mummy and Jerry Glanville are coaching in this league. This rules they should mic them up way more. Oh my god, how great would it be to see this? Because we didn't see this. Did we see the 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 Vipers play the Tampa? Renegades? I don't think we did. I don't think we got that matchup. No, that would have been a great. And I think Hal Mummy was out by the time the XFL came was was over too. Like by week broke five. his leg. It's good to see Hal Mummy standing upright. He cut his hair though. That's a bummer. It's hot. You got to keep the towel. It's still hot. <laughs> League's not playing in the winter. It's playing in the spring. So, Well, let's uh, talk about how we might have to just endure the spring league as our only spring league for the next couple of years because it's looking more and more like the XFL 2023 is more realistic. And we need to address that a little bit in this week's hot read. So... It is May. There are no cities, teams, coaches, infrastructure that we had the May before kickoff 2020, Bryant. So I think we could safely assume 2022, at least in the spring for the XFL, is not happening. And we've seen other people covering the XFL and the CFL say as much from Dave Naylor, Mike Mitchell. It's just logical to think that the XFL or the XFL-CFL alignment, whatever it may be, is probably not happening until 2023 or the end of 2022 if they choose to play in the fall, which I hope is not the case. So if this is the case, 2023, two years now, just about, uh, what's our what's our adjusted timeline? Now, what are we looking forward to? What is the order of events that needs to happen leading up to 2023 so well can i make this point really quick alan really quick before you get into that i I think in fairness i think you're right i think this is a 2023 conversation now it's getting that way but if it was just xfl that's what i'm basing it off because we've seen leagues you know with a year timeline if they had to kick off in may or in april there's still that time because the XFL is does have a foundation. We've talked about that. How much time do they really need if they have that foundation for kickoff? So if they move kickoff to April, if it was an XFL thing only, there was still a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. There could have been. But because the CFL is involved and they're planning in 2021 to go all the way to December, I don't see how you finish your season yeah. in 2021 and then kick off any time. And the XFL has we, – we can't gloss over the XFL – did say we're putting our plans for 2022 on hold that's saying as much so 2023 we hope would be the soonest so 
Assuming that's the case now, let's come up with like three to five major milestones, important decisions to be made and announced on this new adjusted road towards 2023. If the goal is early spring of 2023, sequence of events and what are those events for the XFL, CFL, Thang to be developed? Uh, you want me to go first? You got first pick last week. Should I go first this week? Take um, it away. All right. So I, I took this and I started thinking what my mind started racing back to 2018 when Vince McMahon came out with his announcement. What did he give us? What did I want more of? And was it enough or was it too much? That's how I started thinking about this. And you wanted more of what you like and less of what you don't like. Well, I think it's it's not what I like. It's what we need. I think it's more of a, of a necessity. What is it that we need to feel comfortable with Football. ourselves? And what is it not? Yeah. So I think I started with when and for how long are we playing? And, and as a 1A, 1B type thing, my 1B is how are we playing part one, meaning general rules. General rules. Because, like I said, big points of contention, four down football, three down football, players, ratio. I think those things need to get addressed when you make your announcement. Because if not, then the entire conversation is going to be, are we playing three or are we playing four? Are we playing with 12 players or are we playing with 11 players? Is there going to be a Canadian ratio? Is there not? If you don't answer those things when you come up to the podium and do your TED Talk and you say, this is what we're doing, I think you're completely going to overshadow your announcement of when you're playing because people want to know how you're playing. And when do you think all of that has to be locked in by? When, when should they come out with that announcement? All of that stuff, just all those different announcements, decisions, when should they all be locked in by the CF, XFL, well, CFL? In, in the assumption that the XFL and the CFL are working towards this in good faith, that they are not just taking breaks and, and they're actually working through this, I don't care when the announcement is. I trust, I don't like, I didn't trust Charlie Ebersol when he said, we've been working on this for months. Like, I didn't trust him for that. <laughs> if the XFL and the CFL said, hey, we've been working for this for a month, for months, I, I trust them in the sense that they're going to make know, the right yeah. time to make the announcement. How can you make this announcement anytime during the fall? It doesn't make any sense. How well, can you make this what, announcement even, anytime before the CFL stops playing? Well, if the CFL can't play 2021, I think they come out with something. People need not even play. the announcement, but the decision behind closed doors even before it's announced. Like, when do they have to know? I think they're Just know pretty what, close, what all this if stuff not is. already there, bullet points wise. So you think that? I know they're still talking, and there's, you know, there's NDAs everywhere, so we don't know what's actually happening. But to me personally, I feel like a lot of these decisions have already been made. You know, we talked about our, our alignment draft last week, where you're drafting this, I'm drafting that. Like they all came with their what they want to the table, and if all of a sudden you know the CFL's like, we want this, whatever this is, we want this and the XFL says, no, we're not giving you that, then you walk away. Do you, you you think that, though? We have heard that Randy Ambrosi said that really we're just talking business. business Randy Ambrosi is also committed to committing the saying that they're playing in 2021. Like, it, you can't come. What if Randy Ambrosi says, yeah, we're we're talking about rules, too, and we've already decided on all of those things that we'll make an announcement later. Crucified. It would be horrible. Can't say that. Can't, can't say, say stuff that. like that. NDA. You have to say, I'm telling you that 
the XFL is like, look, hey, CFL, how's it going? We're playing four downs. If, if you're not down to play four downs, there's nothing to talk about. Like, that's the kind of things that I'm definitely... Are they set in stone in terms of the entire rulebook? Absolutely not. But have the biggest points of contention been discussed? Yes. This is kind of veered into a complete different conversation. <laughs> I still think that the CFL and the XFL have discussed rules. Um, how are we going to make money? Does it make sense to keep all nine teams? Does it not? What do we do well, with how many? All those things. React. Well, then react to mine because I have you. You, I put them up there on, on the rundown for you to see. But I'll add on to this. So my events in order of I need are the what actual alignment actually means. What is the XFL CFL alignment uh, specifically? What cities are we playing in? Uh, then you got to get those coaches lined up and you got to have that TV deal locked in. Those are the four major markers uh, on the road to 2023 that I think they need. And I, and I think they need done before I'm going to say September of 2022. Is that well, too if you, late? Well, if you go back to our timeline, like that's kind of what we always go back to, right? 2020 launch or kickoff. You had two years before kickoff, you had Vince McMahon saying that they were going to play with eight teams, 10 weeks. Didn't say when, but that's kind of what happened. Then it really went kind of null for a whole year until December of that year where they announced the eight teams, where they're playing, when they're playing, um, and that was about it. Then the TV deal came out in about May. I want to say coaches were announced earlier in 2019. Um, And then based on your timeline, the last thing TV deal, I guess it was announced in May. So that was May of 2019. So about give or take nine months before kickoff. Is that enough time for you? Is that okay for you? I I think that that makes sense. Especially when if you have you the, want C- the alignment announcement. Especially if the CFL staying intact as it is with its franchises and structure. Um I I want I just want all of those markers hit by the fall and i think if you have that then you can you have september until you kick off i in march or april uh to put together the new teams that you would most likely be adding uh plenty of time to do that have your training camps because think about it you're having an alignment with a whole league that exists so like the CFL will be good to go they'll be chomping at the bit because they're probably going to take extra time off uh to b- before playing in their new newly aligned league and then you're putting a bunch of uh expansion franchises out there virtually because even if you bring back the old XFL teams they're going to be expansion they're going to be new new coaches new infrastructure personnel, new corporate people. personnel new corporate people so you'll be launching a, an aligned league with however many expansions teams i ideally the cfl teams that already exist so like there's already a lot of legwork done so i think having those four bigger hurdles done before the fall of 2022 gives you a lot of great runway to market and prepare for the great on-field product you want to give people. So so tell me again, when is it that you want that announcement? I want, I don't even need it announced. 
I just need it decided upon by next September of 2022. Oh, man, that's late. That's late. That You could announce it in, in January. That's fine. As long as it's all set up. But do you think I don't there's care. enough buzz if you leave it till September to give yourself that? Like, you're, you're, You can't make that announcement in September when the NFL is about to kick off. No That's why you attention. don't you don't even have to announce it then. Just have it good to go. You want a, what do you want a statement? Just email to people and saying, "Hey, this is what we're doing." What do you, no, oh, internally yeah, post. you have you have NDAs. You don't have to tell anybody. Just know, get your stuff together and know you don't what's going to be. They happening. know most of these things already. Like you don't think, "Hey, no. this is when we're going." Oh man, see, I, I don't I, think I, they know. I, spectrums in. I don't run different tracks. I don't think they know what what the rules of, of an aligned league will be. I don't think they're approaching that. I I trust them when they say it's been all business talk lately. I trust they're thinking talking alignment. These are all business. I, how many players how many teams are we gonna have? Where are we gonna have them? Are we gonna have them in the in LA still? Are we not gonna be in LA? Are we gonna be those are all things that are being discussed as we speak. What do you think they're doing? What do you think they're doing right now? Trading recipes? Like what what do you think is actually happening right now? Well, I think, think the Rocks is celebrating happening. his birthday this week, probably taking the week from the negotiating table off. And I think they're discussing te- maybe a, a, a teams and cities and, and logistics before they even get to rules. But don't you think they'd be like, hey, Randy, are Borders. you cool if we don't play three downs? Yeah, Rock, I think that's fine. We, we probably shouldn't be playing three downs if we're going to make this work. Like, don't you I think, think they- that's happened? No, I think that's such oh. a contentious thing. I think they said, we'll put that off until later. Let's get all the other stuff lined up first. No, that's so... You don't... Look, listen. Anybody who understands, like, relationships and love, don't avoid the bad stuff because you want it to be good for a while. If you see problems, you need to come forward with them at the beginning. Because <laughs> there's no point... Is good in, love in, advice for yes, this new relationship. Yes, there's no point in waiting. Being like, hey, so is this, like, serious or not? Like, are you just going to avoid that question for six months in hopes that something will change like give me a break you have to get those things out of the way right away did your screen just go colorful by the way mine went colorful for a second there on the, you, on the oh there it is yeah there you go it, <laughs> okay. ju- it just did what you said got, <laughs> um maybe someone so said if, something if you they think, shouldn't have. if anybody thinks that they have not discussed even if it's over a cup of coffee some tim hortons and deciding hey should we be playing four downs or three downs like it is asinine to think that they're not doing that that they have not done that no i think i think maybe you could be in love and maybe that's like the more like the question like hey are you gonna take my last name if we get married and like it's not a big deal either way i think but for both of three them. downs and four downs is bigger than taking a last name because you, you know what you know what you can live as uh smith and johnson you can live that way you can't play football as three and four downs you can't do that what about with a hyphen and sometimes you do three and three no. and a half downs. <laughs> well, I, uh, I still, I still don't think the, the talks have gotten there. I don't think the I talks think have, have gotten I there. I think they absolutely have. And I, I just, what are they talking about? What have they spent all this time talking about right now? Because there's, this point. it's been, three there's months also now, the, re- the reports like. of, of these NDAs and the, and the reports from especially TSN that, like nothing is going to come out about it at least until late this year. We should expect a lot of radio silence on a, 
announcements and any decisions that are actually made until after a CFL season in 2021 ends. So, like, I don't... How are they going to have those decisions made and hold them in and keep them that hush for that long? Because there's probably only a small amount... How many people in the XFL are there that actually know this? Four, five, six? Right? I don't know. Not many. CFL, who, who knows? Like... I know the XFL, it's just, probably like You're not answering four. my question as to what you actually think they're talking about if they spent all this time talking. You think they're still crunching numbers on ratings? You think, hey, how do we get this from a 2.7 to a 2.8? Like, you think that's what they're talking about? No, I think they're talking about corporate structure, team ownership structure, um, how, maybe how to make it, uh, uh, how to turn the CFL into a what is it called? Vertically integrated league where hopefully, ideally, taking the ownership away from all the individual teams from the current owners, making it a collective ownership of the entire league by everybody involved. Revenue sharing. That's what's being discussed. Not rules, not roster sizes, not ratios, not yet. The CFL has, we've talked about it, has a major issue with how their whole league is structured to make money. That needs to be addressed before anything. And that's what's being addressed, I think. I just, I just don't see how you don't think that those conversations have already been had. I'll digress for now because you're pissing me off. And I will say these things. <laughs> um, I did have, my first two things were uh, when and how long we're playing, basically meaning when and how many games. And then... Uh, the snippet of the rules, big points of contention, players, field, downs, all those things. Uh, then after that is where are we playing? So what cities are we playing in? I want to know uh, where can I watch the TV deal, obviously. I want to know who I'm watching. And I'm not just talking about coaches. I want to know players. We got Landry Jones as like a snippet in 2019. And we didn't get anybody until right before the draft. And to me, that was like, ugh, I wanted, I want to get, the, I want to know these players. I want to know who they are. I want, to, I want to be invested in these players. And I think as time went on during the regular season, you can see that we got invested in so many players. I hope that they kind of make that a content, uh, a point of, 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 of something that, that that point needs to be made that, hey, these players are going to play and these are who they are. Like imagine if we yeah, knew some, who Martis Carter something they was focus on. before the season yeah. started. Right? Marketing. Marketing the players yep. themselves. Yeah. And then well, those, me, I'm a season the, scheduler guy. I want to know who's playing when. How many times? Those are all. Yeah, those know. are all. Those are all important, and I hope they all. All of those things come out as well before next fall. That's my timeline. Come out with your decisions and your any whatever announcements you want to make, but like you better have it ready by then. I don't care what's announced in what order, but just have it ready and have it all, all structured. Well, there are By a couple then. things That's that are going to come out before we even think about it. Like the XFL is going to have to announce that they're not playing in 2022. They haven't done that yet. The CFL will is probably have to officially have to announce that. that as well. That they're not going to play in 2022. Um, now, when those two announcements come out, they're probably going to come out at the same time. But do you announce at that point, hey, we're coming back in 2023 with this? Or do you just say, we're not playing in 2022. The plan is to play in 2023. Thank you. Stay tuned for more details. <laughs> That's what I think we'll get. It's a prediction, but could change. It could change in the next few weeks when we hear what the CFL is actually doing in 2021. Might behoove them to not play this year at the end of it. After we talk to Dave Naylor, too, 
last time I came away thinking maybe they don't need to play in 2021, although I want them to play in 2021. Well, if they great, don't play in 2021, 2022 is still on the table then to me. For the, for the XFL and the CFL, definitely. Definitely. And that's something maybe we could get into next week. We're winding down now, Bryant. And that was – I'm sorry I pissed you off. I was just saying that's what I, <laughs> I think is going on right now at the negotiating table. Let Everyone let us know what you think at XFL Show, right? That – That'll be a good uh, poll question. What has actually been talked about so far? Since nobody knows. It's, it's like it's like when you hear when you were little and you heard your parents discussing something and it sounded important, but all you heard was because the door was closed and the fan was on, you heard, what are they saying in there? Oh, my God, are they getting a divorce? Are we going to Disneyland? I don't know. It's like when the when the when the pitchers put their mouth the, the glove over the mouth when they have that discussion. It's like, what do you want? You want to know what they're saying, right? What is that, what is that glove? Think, you only know if you're the Houston Astros. Outback but. Steakhouse after this. Outback Steakhouse. After Outback this? Steakhouse. Outback. Blooming Blue onion. Cheddar fries. Cheddar fries. Um, Alan, I think so much has to be figured out. I just like think about it. like the NHL. The players in 2004 were like. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk salary cap. Like, we'll talk salary cap at the end. We'll talk salary cap at the end. Well, yeah, we'll talk. What happened? What happened? They didn't have a whole season because they didn't want to yeah. talk to salary cap. They want to figure that out first. They talked about all the cool stuff, all the fun stuff. If it's a point of contention, you need to get it out of the way, whether it's now or later. I don't see the CFL fighting for three down football. I don't see it either. That's why you get rid of it. You talk. That's why. Pro- hey, are you going to fight about four down football? Randy Burns was like, "No, I think we're good." Okay, boom, off the list. They talked about it. Pro- probably not, but get back to us after. Let's discuss all this other stuff first. That's what I probably think. not. Uh, probably not. But let's talk about this later. Well, uh, probably yeah. We will be here every. Uh, I think we're just scratching the surface of what we're capable of. Yes, that is very true. Uh, but we are here every single Friday uh, for your podcast entertainment. So catch us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you, you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. If you got a question, comment, or concern, or a topic you want us to cover, well, text or call the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Uh, standard text message, messaging and international rates do apply. Uh, also, follow us on social media at XFL Show, Twitter, Instagram, Alan's favorite Facebook. Or if you want to say hi to us, come and subscribe and watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash this is the XFL Show, the official YouTube page of this is the XFL Show. And don't forget about our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Sure do. That beach towel made it pretty damn hot. I didn't realize how much I was sweating during this show, but those are good. I'm going to use those a little bit more. How Mummy's on to something, although he did lose to Jerry Glanville tonight. Good to see that Jerry Glanville still knows how to stop a potent offense. Air Raid, though, will return, I'm sure. They'll be all right. He knows how to stop Mesh 16 times in a row. <laughs> it's... It's not a whole lot. You got to stop the cards that little with the plays. I mean, figure it out. You got this. Do you think, do you think somebody in 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 um, how mummies like college days was like, all right, you get one note card for a cheat sheet. This is all you get for your test. Figure it out. And that's what he, he just stuck with that motto the rest of his life. 
He says, if I could pass this test, I could coach football with this little. Think how Mummy loves Twitter because of the the character limitation. He was super pissed when they upped (laughs) it from what one forty to whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, keep watching the spring league for sure. I was entertained tonight, getting ready for this show, watching those games. At least we got that. At least we have the hope of a CFL season. And, of course, at least we still have The Rock killing it on Young Rock. Happy birthday to him again. Uh, under, Do you know this Under Armour commercial had the XFL belt? Why don't we talk about that a lot more this episode? I just I can't believe you. I can't believe you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I'm going to look for my XFL. Next, next week, belt. we'll talk about how a horse trampled a telephone line and all the fans in Saskatchewan uh, lost their dial-up collect, c- connection. Don't, do not speak that into existence. We do not want that to happen to our viewers in Saskatchewan. You know those horses up there could get buck wild too, especially this time of year. Am I right? I don't know. I haven't been to Regina ever, but I'm sure it's great. Can't wait to go one day. You got close, Maybe you catch got close our, to Maine. You got close to the border, didn't you? Yeah, but like I know, I know, but I'm just saying to the border. I just want to see Rough Riders Wildcats. That's all I want to see. That's all I want to see. Maybe in 2023. We'll find out. But, hey, at XFL Show, let us know what you think they're talking about. That's a poll question we'll put up. And we'll be back next week to talk about whatever comes up news-wise with the XFL, the CFL, the Spring League. It's the spring. We're talking football. And that's all we really wanted. Hopefully we get some more football on our TV screens. And we just keep talking about it and speaking it into existence. It will happen sooner or later, baby. Kind of already is. For Bryant... I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.